Good morning and welcome. Happy Tuesday. Wait, is it Tuesday? Yeah, happy Tuesday. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And, and of course, you know, you got all the, we got all the articles, the videos, the podcasts. We got the shopping cart. What else we got out there? We got the metals program out there. Uh, you can spend all day out there. Allamericangold.com. Make it part of your daily routine. And, you know, as my uncle used to say, there is uh, fire hydrants fighting over dogs. It's so hot here. But tomorrow, I'm told, it's going to cool down. Uh, but uh, big time triple dip, triple digits today. I heard... 113 to 115 degrees. Uh, if you can stay inside, I'd highly recommend it. Get the AC on, uh, you know, and, and try to stay cool out there as the dog days of summer are officially here. Uh, but don't worry. i got good news for you. In about three to four months, the weather's going to be great down here. <laughs> So all all good. Uh, get those. You know, it's the last of the vacations because Arizona school starts early here. Uh, my my younger son, he is going to be a junior in high school this year. Uh, the first day, official day of football, is the 29th. So you think about here here it's the the 16th. Less than two weeks from today. Uh, they'll be starting football season. By the way, that's a week later than last year. And, and I say that because I don't know how smart you need to be to be, you know, we have, and every state has uh, a body that oversees high school sports. Here it's called the AIA, the Arizona Interscholastic Association or something like that, uh, the AIA is in charge. And, you know, people have lived in Arizona for, you know, a long time now. And everybody, you know, kind of understands, hey, in the summertime, it gets really hot. And for some reason, they want to keep starting the school year earlier they want to start the football season earlier. And, you know, these guys got to go out there. You got the helmet. You got the shoulder pads. You got all the equipment. Uh, a lot of the fields here now are are fake because it's cheaper, right? Instead of having the grass field where you got to water it, you got to paint it, you got to mow it, you got to, you know, and if, uh, oh, wait, it's not a football game, it's a soccer game, or it's a lacrosse game, and, and so you you, you got to change the dimensions of of the of the painting of the lines. Well, with with an artificial field, they got all the lines painted already. So to pick the sport, it's got the lines already in it. You don't have to water it. You don't have to mow it. And and apparently uh, everybody's doing it. And, and kind of like why we went off the gold standard. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Right. Everybody's doing it. But the season would start earlier and earlier and earlier. Finally, last year, I mean, I think our first game was like the second week of in August. Maybe it was even the first week. I mean, we were we had our scrimmage game the first week of August, and finally, somebody with enough brains at the AIA said, "Hey, wait a minute, 
you know, maybe we should start the season a little later. So they they backed it up a week. Uh, really what they need to do is back it up a couple more weeks. But uh, nonetheless, a little later start to the football season for my kid, which means all that meant was we had an extra week uh, potentially, you know, doing something, taking the family out and trying to get them out of the heat. So uh, there you go. That's my life. You know, my, my older son, of course, going to be a sophomore uh, in college and in his school. Uh, it's in uh, North Chicago in Lake Forest. I got the email the other because I kept asking him, hey, when does school start? You know, when does practice start? When You know, because he plays football for them. When do you got to be up there? And he's like, Dad, he goes, we start school really late. And and I only got to be up there, you know, the the football team reports uh, a few weeks uh, before the season starts. Where if you're playing like Division One football, you've been practicing all summer. I mean, they 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 practice year round. And I finally got the email the other day. The first day of school for him is not till August 29th. And and I was thinking, man, that's got to be nice. That's a nice, you know, get off in May. Uh, don't have to be back to the end of August. That's that's how I remember growing up. But I guess when I was growing up, we didn't get out of school until June. Uh, but you didn't go back and, until after, uh, what was it, uh, Labor Day. Yeah, thank you, Wendy, Labor Day. You didn't go back till after Labor Day. You know, now, I, I don't know. Everyone, you know what, let's face it, the schools want their money. And, and I'm sure... Uh, someone did some math some way, and this is how we ended up where we are. Uh, what does that have to do with gold and silver? Absolutely nothing. When we get back, we're, we're going to get. We had economic data out today, uh, but but we had earnings out today. The banks. I'll, I'll just give you real quick. The banks. Eh. Yeah. Did they beat the the low numbers? Yes. All banks now. City. J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs, those are the ones that have reported, all of them the same. Trading revenues and revenues themselves down, down, and down. Uh, But they did beat. uh, The Dow doesn't like it, though. The Dow is down. And Facebook, well, at least a member of the Facebook board, accusing Google of conspiring against America. We'll talk about that when we return. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. What a crazy market this morning. Gold's been up. It's been down. It's been sideways. Right now, it's down 6 at 14.07. Silver crushing it today. Uh, up up, and up big right now. Silver, $15.55. At one point, uh, silver was approaching 15.70. Of course, remember yesterday I told you, one thousand metric tons of silver have been added to the ETFs just since June. And of course, you know, the ETFs, that's where the the billionaires uh, and speculators like to go play in the gold and silver markets. Uh, I promise you this. They don't add a thousand metric tons and hope it goes up a quarter, Right. That's not what they're shooting for here. Uh, is this finally, is little brother, is silver finally going to start catching up to gold? Uh, we'll wait and see. The Dow is down today. I got a lot of things to talk about, uh, but but I have to go in this direction to start with. 
Uh, on Sunday, Peter Thiel, okay, now he is, for those of you that don't know who he is, this guy's a billionaire, okay? He also happens to be on the board of Facebook. And of course, you're right, Facebook coming under pressure about that Libra crypto coin, uh, the president fired off, the Treasury Secretary fired off, they're testifying in front of Congress and all that all that stuff. And he was giving a talk on Sunday at the National Conservatism I know it's only Tuesday. Conservatism Conference in Washington, D.C. And he made the following remarks. Singling out Google for agreeing to work closely with China, trying to get its search engine back into the Chinese markets. Now, see, Google got banned by the Chinese government, right? Because, hey, we want you to do X, Y, Z. Essentially, we want you to spot. And somebody at Google decided (laughs) that they didn't, you know, let's face it, Google should really is a spying organization. That's what it does. Google's a spy company. I know, and you're like, no, it's not. No, it's not double. It's where you go on your phone or your computer to look stuff up. Right? That's what Google is. And 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 really what you have to understand is Google tracks everything you do. Right? Everybody knows on their phone that it comes with Google Maps and all this stuff. And, and Google knows where you are almost at all times. Knows exactly what you do. Everybody uses Google, right? I mean, we just do. And, and they spy on everybody. And they're trying now to get back into the Chinese market. Apparently, I don't know this is fact. This is just what this billionaire was saying. Of course, we do know that Google decided to let its U.S. Defense Department contract that gave the military access to its artificial intelligence tool to lapse. In other words, Google told the U.S. government, hey, you know what, we don't want you to have access to this stuff. Right, because, I I don't know, you may use it to protect the country, I don't know. These actions by Google, Thiel suggested, seemingly treasonous. He said it during the opening of his speech, He even went so far as to question whether Google's parent, Alphabet's AI research program, had been infiltrated by foreign intelligence. He asked whether Google's parent, Alphabet Inc., uh, their senior management, may have been infiltrated by foreign intelligence agencies. These questions need to be asked by the FBI and the CIA, he said. And I'd like them to be asked in a not excessively gentle manner. (laughs) Can you imagine getting the Google guys, getting the the board, 
and, and, and start waterboarding them, right, and, and, and start ripping out their fingernails. This wouldn't be the first time suspicion of treason uh, activity has dogged American tech companies, right? And, of course, uh, uh, obviously, this decision and our relationship with the Chinese. Notice how the trade talks. What have you heard? Have you heard anything? I mean, every once in a while, you'll get, oh, well, yeah, we had a conversation. Right? You heard... uh, Robert Lighthizer came out on TV last week. I didn't even talk about it because he was re- it was ridiculous. Oh, don't believe what you read in the Wall Street Journal. That's what he said, right? Don't believe that. Of course, Wall Street Journal usually tells you what I tell you a couple of days later, right? They, they come out and tell you, hey, by the way, this these trade talks are not going very well. Uh, the president was out uh, bragging China had... The lowest GDP, I, I think, since like NAFTA and GATT. And I was like, oh, I mean, what are we talking about? 4%? Maybe 3%? It was 6.3 or 6.2. Uh, now, granted, that's the way the Chinese counted. And, they, and you'll hear, oh, well, they exaggerate. Well, okay, fine, they've been exaggerating all along, but it's not like. Uh, it was some horrible number, and of course the 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 president says, "Yes, yeah, see the 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 sanctions are working." Today, the Chinese government came out and said, "Yeah, don't know what he's talking about. Everything's just fine over here." Uh, but but now, I guess Google, because you know this guy's on the board there, is saying that Alphabet is in bed with the Chinese government and that they've let the Chinese, and he didn't say the Chinese, but that's who he was talking about, right? That's, you know, that was the context of the speech that uh, he actually got the president to say, hey, you know what, let's look into it. I think, you know what, I agree. I think we should look into all the tech companies, you know, find out what's really happening there. But I, I had to lead with that. Uh, because I just found it fascinating uh, that uh, I guess Facebook and Google are not going to be playing nice. Uh, How about this one, though? This one's a little more serious and a little more worrisome. We know that uh, Deutsche Bank is in trouble, right? We know that. They laid off, what, 20,000 people. Uh, Remember, this is the company. This is how idiotic this company is in London the day they laid off you know these all these employees the senior management was getting custom suits fitted uh, by the way here's where I think gold's going so you know how I always say a $20 gold piece and a really good suit always cost the same in the article I read these suits these custom suits that they were getting fitted for were about eighteen hundred and fifty bucks. So uh, it's gold right now, uh, gold starting to come back down four now, fourteen oh nine, but uh, eighteen fifty. So there you go, circle eighteen fifty because if that's what that suit costs, uh, that's where twenty dollar gold pieces are going to be going uh, any day now. 
but Deutsche Bank, uh, this is coming out, and I want to get it right. There are starting to be talks about the viability of Deutsche Bank. It won't be insolvent overnight, but the world's biggest melting ice cube, there is simply no equity value at the bank any longer. Everyone else has decided to cut their counterparty risk with the bank. Okay, so this means that they won't trade. Right? Every every night these banks, hey, will you be uh you know, hold my debt and I'll hold your debt, right? You know, kind of uh hey, let's all pretend all the debt we hold's good. Right? And that's how it works, right? Because a lot of this debt these banks hold, it doesn't trade. Right? It doesn't trade very often. You don't have to mark to market so they can all pretend that, hey, this debt is valued at whatever we say it is, and how do we know this? Because it's not something that's traded a lot. Just imagine uh, some form of a, a derivative of some kind, some some tranche of, I don't know, commercial real estate. And you own one ten-thousandth of the, uh, the new Freedom Tower one ten thousandth of some building in Dubai, and a ten thousandth of the shopping center at Fashion Square, and you, you, you know what I'm saying. And you have all these things, so it's not traded very often. Apparently, the banks around the world are now refusing to accept Deutsche Bank's debt at the end of the day right this is what they do to each other right they they've got a a, a little built-in buddy system right it's the it's the it's the banking's boys club if you will and I know there's ladies there too but you get what I'm saying hey I'll pretend your stuff's good you pretend my stuff's good and this is how it works there's the uh 45 trillion dollars in derivatives according to Bloomberg Deutsche Bank clients mostly hedge funds have started a bank run which has accumulated with about a billion dollars a day being pulled out of Deutsche Bank so deposits leaving Deutsche Bank I don't know I don't know people that bank with Deutsche Bank but if you do you have an account there. I highly suggest, well, you still can move it somewhere else. They say they're calling this a modern version of a bank run, where it's not the depositors, but it's the counterparties that are pulling their liquid exposure from Deutsche Bank amongst fears of another Lehman-style lockup that could freeze their funds indefinitely. In other words, hey, we want to get out now because if we're right and this debt is really that bad and that toxic, if we don't get out, they're going to force us to stay in. 
right? And we won't be able to get our money out. And I always say this. You know, you, you know the expression, follow the money. Follow the money. Really what it should say is follow the big money, right? I almost said the real money, but that's gold. The big money. See, the depositors, right, they're, 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 they they do not they don't want them to worry. Hey, don't worry. You keep it in there. Yeah, you're fine. It's fine. Hey, we're just going to be pulling, you know, these billions. We're just pulling these. Don't worry. You regular folk, you keep your stuff in the bank. So uh, there's your warning for all of you that listen to me over there, over the pond. And believe me, we got plenty of them. Uh, make sure that you make, if you got your money in Deutsche Bank, I'd, I'd go get it just in case. Uh, Deutsche Bank is now considering transferring $168 billion of balances held in its prime brokerage unit along with technology and potentially hundreds of staff to BNP Paribus. That's not good. Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. A record-breaking 22 Democrats announced their bids for the presidential nomination. Each one is trying to get a chance to take down President Donald Trump. They all want to stop the incredible progress he's made for we the people in the last two years. They aren't the only ones who want to stop the pro-America agenda. There are plenty of liberal billionaires anxious to waste money trying to defeat President Trump. None of the 22 Democrats, after all, are lacking in campaign funding. Yet it seems the best the Democrats can muster is a B-team. A B-team of second-rate candidates like Biden, Bernie, Beto, and Buttigieg. Not a single one of these men are a match for President Trump's hardball campaigning style. They definitely don't stand a chance against Trump's undeniable record of success for the American people. Yet the B-team stands ready to falsify and crucify their way to the top. The leader of the B-team is Joe Biden. He's had a sluggish start, riddled with scandal already, but early polling suggests many Democrats think Biden is better than the socialist alternatives he's facing. The remainder of the B-team is even less electable than Biden. Bernie Sanders, for example, spent his honeymoon in the communist Soviet Union. That's not exactly the kind of passion that qualifies you to become President of the United States. Then there's Pete Buttigieg, the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He grew up as the only son of an immigrant Marxist professor. That makes him a second-generation opponent of our free market system that's brought so much prosperity to so many Americans. But let's not forget Beto O'Rourke. His rock star persona wasn't enough to win him a seat in the U.S. Senate, and it's doubtful it will do him any good against an incumbent like President Trump. The B-team may show just how fractured and weak the Democrat Party seems right now, but we cannot afford to underestimate them. No matter who the nominee is, we have to do our part to keep President Trump in office. He's fighting for America with everything he's got, and he's making great progress. Let's give him four more years to keep fighting. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Nine five one zero five nine two. I've got a special today. I wish I had more. It's going to be very limited, and it's going to probably go extremely quick. So right now we have we have gold at uh, fourteen oh nine fourteen. I've got forty twenty dollar gold pieces. I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're libs. I don't know if they're saints. Uh, they just became available to us uh, from one of our greater great suppliers in California. A twenty dollar gold piece, a Liberty or a Saint, they're both fifteen twenty five. So you think about you know gold fourteen ten, fifteen twenty five, you know, that's not bad. Forget about it. They're gonna be I'm gonna take fifty bucks you what is it? Fifty bucks a coin off. So there's forty $20 Liberties or Saints. These are the old ones, right? These are all pre-33s. The Libs, 1866 to 1907. The Saints, uh, from 07 to gold confiscation in 1933. Now, you know I like these coins, right? Because, you know, first of all, they're U.S. minted, which for tax purposes is good. Right? That's a good thing. That means you can buy them, sell them, trade them. Right, and I, I say, here's a check. Have a nice day. You don't have to give out your social security number. You don't get 1099. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And here's the added bonus: the older gold is considered a collectible gold coin. All of them. Doesn't matter what their grade is. Doesn't matter about any condition or this or that. Just that they were U.S. minted. And they were minted prior to 1933. They're considered a collectible. Now, why is that important? I don't know if it is or isn't. Here's what I do know that when they confiscated gold the last time, which was in 1933, they said there was only one type of gold you could keep. So think about everybody in the country, got to turn it all in. Unless you had collectible coins, right? I call it the loophole, because they always give themselves a loophole. Now, are they going to confiscate gold again? I don't know. Right? None of us know. You know, I, I look at all the buying that's being done by the central banks around the world. I look at all the banks. Poland now the latest to tell the Bank of England, hey, we want our gold back. 
right? Poland just started buying gold again, and now they've let it, hey, London, give us our gold back, right? Germany, give us our gold back, right? Netherlands, give us our gold back. Austria's buying gold. China's buying gold. India's buying gold. Russia's buying gold. And if you're not buying it, you want it back. Obviously, like I said, everybody already knows. We're just not in the know. Right? We're not part of the private club. So will they or won't they? I don't know. With the stroke of the pen, the government does what it wants. I do know this. We do a lot of precious metals IRAs. Right? We do a lot of them. If you want to convert a 401k from two or three jobs ago, give us a call. We can help you. Guess what you can put in there? I can put gold bars in there. I can put gold eagles in there. I can put buffaloes in there. I can put maple leaves in there. I can put Krugerrands in there. I mean, I can put all that stuff in there. Guess what gold I can't put in there? You guessed it. Pre-1933 U.S. minted gold. The only logical reason that comes to mind to me is because they know when they need to go get it, right? Hey, we can't take, we're, we're, that's going to be our loophole. That's just, you know, that's just why I think the way I do. Is it going to be? I don't know. But when I look at what's the best gold to buy for, for tax purposes and privacies, yep, it checks the boxes. Also, I like that added deal that, hey, you know what? They don't allow it into the IRAs. Got to be a reason. Got to be a reason. Which is another reason why I like it. And then last but not least, right, buy as much gold as close to spot as you can. Right? So you're sitting here, $20 Liberties and Saints at, at uh, what, $65 over spot? Can't beat it. 800 951 0592. I'll tell you what, I'll do one better. You buy 10 or more, you save another 10 bucks. So 1 through 9, 1475. 10 or more, 1465. At 800 951 0592. By the way, I've been talking a lot about trucks, right? And specifically those. Uh, the big rigs, the semis, and and everybody talking about all their orders and all the orders for trucks dropping 60, 70, 80%. LME just announced that it is closing its doors effective immediately. LME is a regional trucking company based in Minnesota, The companies had terminals in 30 locations across the U.S. and had agreements to service all of North America. It worked with major companies like 3M, John Deere, and Toro. The company uh, reportedly uh, has 600 men and women, has 382 power units, 1,228 trailers and 424 truck drivers 
out of business effective immediately. And then uh, this happened, it was either earlier today or yesterday. Uh, 40-year-old California trucking outlet Timmerman Starlight Trucking is now the latest victim of the quote-unquote trucking apocalypse Uh, All of its employees will be out of work. The company says it is closed effective immediately. 30 trucks, 158 trailers. I don't know. Getting a little creepy. It's hard to tell, isn't it? Runs at Deutsche Bank. Trucking companies just shutting their doors. We'll see how all of this shakes out. 800 951 0592. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold is now down three. Uh, fourteen ten, fourteen eleven. Uh, silver. Man, the performer of the day, little brother. Uh, big brother must have turned around and yelled at him and said, "Get your butt up here." Uh, silver's up. Uh, over 30 cents now, 15.60, 15.60 on silver. Uh, getting back to the truckers, uh, Business Insider, ALA Trucking, Williams Trucking, Falcon Transport, New England Motor Freight, now along with Starlight and LME, have all now announced that they are uh, ceasing operations um, I, you know, and I guess this this kind of what we've been saying, the freight, uh, matter of fact, the freight index came out again today. Uh, the cash freight index was negative again today. We did have a little bit of good news today. It's not all bad. Uh, retail sales were up uh, four-tenths of a percent, which is okay, not great. Usually the numbers... Are, are up six, seven tenths in summertime. Uh, you know, it's uh, everyone's on, you know, they're vacationing, they're spending money, doing all that. But but it was still, you know, okay. Right? And we kind of have this, right? We've got the, uh, the consumer trying to do its job. Uh, and then we have this whole thing with the freight and the trade wars, uh, wholesale inventories. Uh, we're bad again today, so it, 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 I don't know. It, it, it and again, is this slowdown going to take the next step? We'll have to watch uh, for the consumers. It was okay, it wasn't great, uh, which is why the the Dow is down, not down a ton, but you know it's down fifty, sixty, seventy points today. Uh, then CNBC. The average family doesn't feel as good today as yesterday. Uh, This is out of uh, CNBC this morning. Of course, that's your stock channel. Middle-class Americans are less optimistic about their economic process and prospects than they were just six months ago, and I think right, they get it. Right, the, the the Federal Reserve, they can say there's no inflation. But here's the bottom line. For the mi- mi- middle class of this country, it is getting harder and harder. The majority of those polled 
So they, they, while they say they are relatively stable, and relatively a delicate word, they, gra- they graded their chances of achieving the American dream. So this is middle class, right? You would think, hey, that is the American dream. See, this is why I say most people, they think they're middle class. They really aren't anymore. See, middle class used to be, hey, I I can feed my family. I can provide shelter. I got my cars, right? My wife stays at home, raises the kids. Every year, when I grew up, I mean every year, we went on a family trip every year. We all piled into the car, and we drove somewhere. Whether it was Philly, Toronto, Chicago, D.C., right, uh, New York City, Boston, and we did we did everything. We'd go to the baseball game. We'd go to the amusement park. We'd go here, there. We're staying at the hotel. It's a, it was a whole week long deal, right? And I know a lot of you out there going, "Yep, yeah, that's that's how it was," because you you had money. Right? You had enough to do that. They're now saying their chances of the American dream is down to a C. They said that's how they feel about their chances. By the way, that's down from a B minus. So, so think about this. This is the real problem with the economy today, which is a lot of us are like, Man, I, I'm, I'm fighting. I'm, I'm fighting hard. But it just doesn't seem like I can do it. It says that uh, the, uh, they found 48% say they fear a recession. And Americans keep hearing about this is the longest economic expansion in history. And a lot of people's expectations is they're due, right? And I get it, right? We are kind of due. By the way, just in case you wanted to know uh, the the income of this survey, thirty five thousand to one hundred thousand, which is essentially about ninety percent uh, of the United States. I know, well, thirty five probably got to go a little lower to get to ninety percent. At least seventy percent of the country. Chances of obtaining the American dream now down to a C. And again, this is what happens when you deal in a currency that by design is intended to lose its value. And you think about interest rates, right? That was the way the, the system was supposed to work. Yeah, it loses its value. But we pay you interest, so you're going to be okay. Well, I, you know, we already know, right? They haven't paid us interest in what? How many years now? How many years has it been? 11? 12? And even if you give them the nod that inflation has been only 2%, What are you down? 
20, 24%. Yeah, see, see. That sounds like, uh, sounds like we're getting ready to go to D. I hope we stay out of F. Probably won't. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. If you're just joining us, U.S. twenty dollars. I don't know what they are. They're Libs Saints. I'm not sure. Uh, Fourteen seventy five. One through nine. Ten or more. Fourteen sixty five. We had forty of them when we started. There's twenty five uh, remaining. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 is the toll-free number. Uh, how about this for no inflation? The national average cost of renting an apartment rose to 1465 I don't mean to laugh. It's just so much more expensive. Uh, in 20 years, Rent for just, I'm just using me. I, I kind of think I'm normal, you know. I know, uh, maybe not in the head, but overall, rent was like five, six hundred dollars. Really nice place, well, I mean, really nice place was maybe seven hundred. Now you're talking almost fifteen hundred bucks, uh, according to the results. That is an increase of 2.6 percent. Uh, $37 more expensive since January. It's up more than 6% since June of 2017. And between May and June, rents increased eight-tenths of a percent. The largest monthly increase since, well, last May. Apparently, uh, you if you're going to be a renter out there, May's not the month you want to do it. Uh, good news, however, for the Americans seeking a new rental home is the price hikes in the second half of the year are generally lower. <laughs> I love it. Actually, it hasn't happened. Hey, that's the good news. The good news is the price is still going to go up, according to this. And, but don't worry. It goes up at a slower pace in the second half of the year. Uh, then the first half of the year, uh, San Francisco, Boston, Manhattan, you know the places. Uh, the lowest rent, by the way, for a major area, Oklahoma City. So if you're looking for a cheap place to rent, uh, Oklahoma City is the place. Or, oh, oh El Paso, Texas. Uh, I've actually been to El Paso, uh, no offense to you that live in El Paso, but I'll pass on El Paso. Uh, 800-951-0592. I got 25 of the Liberties or Saints. I don't know what's there. The $20 gold pieces. There, there you go. That's just simple. Not your Libs or Saints. There's 25 of them left. Uh, $14.75. If you got 10 of them or more, uh, $14.65. Uh, as gold right now, just sitting here right at 14.10, 14.11. Uh, silver, though, is the performer today. Uh, silver is, is up uh, almost 30 cents now, uh, 14 or $15.60. And remember, we were hoping that silver would take down 
1555. So if we can close above that, uh, the next stop for Silver Knight right now, we'll start looking at these 25 cent increments, right? 1575, 16, 16 and a quarter, so on and so forth. Uh, and the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P, they're all lower, but nothing too bad. Nothing too bad. Pigeon Radio News Hour. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow.